0: Welcome to Pop Culture Rx, part of Hackensack Meridian Health's award-winning podcast. Pop Culture Rx is where we sit down with a medical expert and talk through various health-related topics circulating in today's media. In our discussions, you'll hear from a variety of professionals sharing insight and advice on these newsworthy conditions. This is Pop Culture Rx. 2020 has been quite the year so far, but something we can all look forward to is even more celebrity babies. It feels like every day, someone is either announcing their pregnancy or welcoming in a new little one. Most recently, we welcomed Daisy Dove Bloom, daughter of Katy Perry and Orlando Bloom, into our hearts. And we are patiently waiting for Emma Roberts, Bindi Irwin, Nicki Minaj, and plenty of other stars all to become parents. But with everything, pregnancy looks a little bit different this year for expected parents, especially in the time of COVID-19. So whether you're thinking about starting a family or you're already pregnant, knowing what to expect when you're expecting during a pandemic, we're here to help ease your worries and help you and your baby stay safe. Today, I'm here with Dr. Erin Conway, a board-certified OBGYN at Hackensack Meridian Health, Thanks for coming today, Dr. Conway. Thanks for having me. So, what made you choose a specialty in OBGYN?
1: When I decided to go to medical school, I really didn't know that I wanted to do OBGYN because I didn't really know all that it had to offer. But as I went through my rotations and got to experience all different fields of medicine, I realized that OBGYN really had everything that I wanted from surgery to primary care to continuity of care with patients and also being able to take care of two patients at the same time. So it ended up being really
0: the only thing that I wanted to do. Very cool. So let's dive in real quick. Are pregnant women more at risk for COVID-19 than let's say the average woman?
1: So at first glance and theoretically, we would think that that could be the case based on the fact that pregnant women are more at risk for catching other respiratory diseases like the flu and they can get more sick with the flu when they do catch it. But based on the evidence that we have so far and some data from around the world, it doesn't seem like pregnant women are more at risk for catching COVID-19 solely based on the fact that they're pregnant. They seem to catch it at similar rates to other women their age who are not pregnant. If mom catches COVID-19, does it affect the baby at all? So there are a couple different ways that we can look at that. We can look at whether the baby will come down with the infection or if the baby will be affected by other things like maternal illness it does not seem that there's a congenital syndrome that's associated with COVID-19. So for example, there's no specific birth defects that we're seeing. Um, There are no um, risks uh, to the baby while the baby's in the uterus. What we do see is that there may be a really small risk of passing the virus on to the baby. In general, we feel like the risk is very low, and moms who have COVID-19 typically don't pass it on to their child. But there has been some evidence showing a less than 5% risk of what's called vertical transmission or transmission of the virus from the mom to the baby at the time of delivery or during the pregnancy.
0: So, I mean, besides COVID-19, could a baby in uterus get like a cold or anything like that, or are they more... You know they're not going to have the sniffles while they're in the belly
1: the baby won't get sick while it's in the belly one thing we do worry about when moms are sick with any type of illness is maternal fever so mom having a high temperature can affect the baby's development for that reason if the mom does get sick with covid 19 or the flu or any other illness it's recommended to aggressively treat fevers with tylenol tylenol is safe in pregnancy
0: and much safer than mom having a high fever so what's the difference between, you know, Tylenol and taking Advil, per se? Is, is Advil a little more, you know, cactic to the baby, a little more dangerous?
1: Yeah, Advil is in a class of medications called non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs, and the generic name is ibuprofen. Mm-hmm. Non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs, or NSAIDs, are not recommended in pregnancy in general because it can affect the baby's fluid levels and kidney development. Also, NSAIDs have been not recommended for COVID-19 based on some limited studies that it might make the disease worse. So in general, in pregnancy, it's recommended to take Tylenol instead of NSAIDs, and especially with COVID-19.
0: So in general, and if you're not pregnant, or if you're pregnant or not pregnant, you should take some Tylenol. Yep. So now that COVID-19 is happening, what should parents expect when they're going into the hospital to have their baby? So the baby's cooked, What should they expect by going in?
1: In all hospitals, in our hospital system and in New Jersey and across the country we haven't restricted having a labor partner with you during labor which is really important so that can be the father of the baby or a doula and every hospital is going to have a different policy about that but you should rest assured that you're never going to have to go through labor alone even though we're in a pandemic.
0: Yeah because I know that was really scary for a really long time. That they took you labor partners to... away
1: in New York for a little bit yeah um, and it's Really adds a lot of stress to the mom that seems to be unnecessary. What we do do in order to limit the risk to the healthcare providers and the other patients in the hospital is we screen visitors that come in. So we check their temperature, we ask them a bunch of questions to see if they've had any risk of exposure to COVID 19 in the past two weeks, and we make everybody wear a mask. Um, the visitor will wear a mask, all the healthcare providers will wear a mask, and the patient will actually wear a mask even when she's laboring and pushing. The masks are breathable. They haven't been shown to decrease your oxygen levels, even if you're exerting yourself and wearing a mask. So we know that you can get adequate oxygen and we do have supplementary oxygen if you feel like you need more oxygen in labor. Pushing um, causes the mom to exert herself a lot and Mm -hmm. it results in forceful breathing, which can um, create you know respiratory droplets that can be a risk to healthcare providers and other people in the room. So that's why it's important that moms wear masks as much as possible while they're pushing and laboring.
0: Do you see families going home earlier now? Because you know it, it used to be where everyone would come in and see the baby and look in the nursery where that's no longer a thing. So are you sending healthy babies and parents home earlier now? There are a couple reasons that people, patients,
1: have wanted to go home early during the pandemic. Um, One thing is that they can't have any visitors and Mm -hmm. they can't have their other children visit them when they're on the postpartum unit. So a lot of moms will want to get home early so that they can receive family visitors and that they can see their young children who are at home. Another reason people were choosing to leave early in the beginning of the pandemic was to spend less time in the hospital and Mm -hmm. theoretically decrease their risk of catching COVID-19 in the hospital Um, it seems now that going home too early puts unnecessary stress on mom and it may not actually decrease your risk of catching COVID-19 very much so now it's recommended to kind of stay with the standard discharge timing and just discharge mom and baby when they're both ready and and it's safe to go home
0: yeah and then so are you seeing a lot of moms now not wanting to give birth in the hospital and going for an at-home alternative rather than going in the hospital there has been a lot of talk of, of that especially in the news and maybe with some celebrities
1: yeah in our practice specifically I think we've tried to reassure moms that the hospital is still the safest place to have a baby and we have all the necessary precautions in place and mask wearing and hygiene uh, that it's still safer to deliver your baby in the hospital by far than it is to deliver at home.
0: So should parents take any type of special precautions in terms of protecting their newborns from COVID-19 once they get home? So they had the baby, they're good, now they're home. Babies, newborns are at very low
1: risk of catching COVID-19 and transmitting COVID-19 to others. Um, And we do find that even newborns who catch COVID-19 immediately after birth or seem to have maybe been born with COVID-19 seem to have a really mild Uh, course of disease or remain asymptomatic. Um, That being said, it's a good idea to kind of cocoon yourself a little bit for the first couple weeks after delivery. Um, I think it's important that parents have some visitors, especially ones that are going to be helpful to them, because Mm -hmm. it's a lot of work to have a newborn. Um, So I think that isolating yourself completely probably will lead to a lot more anxiety than is necessary.
0: Yeah, and you mentioned asymptomatic babies do you find do you guys give COVID-19 tests to the babies
1: the only babies that get COVID-19 tests are, that are asymptomatic are babies that are born to mothers who have COVID-19 at the time of delivery. Okay. Those babies will get nasal swabs in the hospital within 24 hours after birth and then usually again 24 hours later to confirm that the baby does or does not have COVID-19.
0: Oh gosh, that must be awful trying to give them a nasal swab. I know it's awful for me and I'm 27 years old for a two minute year olds that must be so torturous. I know it is sad. They're probably screaming.
1: They get through it. Yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) what about hand sanitizer or cleaning their toys more often or can you even use hand sanitizer on a newborn baby? So you
1: can use hand sanitizer on um you know your hands you can clean the baby's uh, supplies really well. Um, I don't know if I would use hand sanitizer on the baby just you know do proper hand hygiene for yourself when you're handling the baby Um, and then if you're going to have other visitors around the baby it's a good idea to ask them to wear a mask if possible Mm -hmm. and i think just washing your hands, wearing a mask, avoiding crowds, trying to do the physical distancing is going to be enough to protect the baby.
0: So kind of like your normal hygiene, yeah. really, making sure that you're clean. And yeah,
1: we're always careful with newborn babies because they're not vaccinated yet. They have weak immune systems. So it's kind of just keeping those principles in mind and being a little extra vigilant because we're in a pandemic.
0: How can pregnant women, you know, really protect themselves by, from getting COVID-19 just in general?
1: Since pregnant women are not at a greatly increased risk of catching COVID-19 compared to non-pregnant women, they can follow the same recommendations that the CDC and other governmental agencies have been uh, recommending to prevent COVID-19. So wearing a mask, washing your hands, physical distancing. It is recommended that pregnant women can continue working as long as they're doing those things and, and trying to distance themselves from other people at work. Um, that being said, uh, we do sometimes recommend that women try to avoid unnecessary exposures, especially in the couple weeks leading up to birth, mm-hmm. simply because having a positive um, COVID-19 test at the time of delivery just presents a couple different challenges as far as um, isolation and exposing healthcare workers and things
0: like that. Yeah, and potentially spreading it to your to your newborn child. That too, yeah. So back, I'm sorry, I'm just stuck on the fact that newborn babies can be born with COVID-19. So do they experience similar, if they do experience symptoms at all, do they experience similar symptoms like sneezing and coughing and sore throat and things like that even as a newborn? In the few cases that we've seen where the babies do test positive, mm-hmm. um, it's unclear if it's
1: really something that's transmitted during the delivery or if it's transmitted immediately after birth by respiratory droplets from mom. Yeah. But the babies that do test positive, most of them have no symptoms, and when they do have mild symptoms, it could be um, like congestion, fever, irritability, fatigue, so kind normal. of- cold flu type symptoms you know symptoms like that
0: that's all the questions I have do you have anything else to add
1: I've had a lot of people ask me if they should delay childbearing because of COVID-19 a lot of it has to do with all the unknowns especially in the beginning of the pandemic people didn't know how this was going to affect babies and pregnant moms so they wanted to hold off on getting pregnant Um, but it is recommended uh, to continue trying to conceive if that's something that's in your life plan Uh, you don't need to delay that because of the pandemic it's recommended to go ahead and, and continue on with the plans that you had for your life as far as childbearing sounds like a plan to me one more thing that we didn't talk about is that in New York and New Jersey, in general, most hospitals now are doing universal screening for COVID 19 of anyone who comes in in labor. So that's one other thing to expect when you go to the hospital. In addition to screening your visitor, they're also going to screen you with an actual COVID nasal swab um, and then based on what the results of that COVID-19 test show, you may just be um, in a different room or healthcare providers would wear extra protective equipment when they are taking care of you. If you do have COVID-19 at the time of giving birth, another important change that's happened recently is we're not separating babies from their moms. Initially, some hospitals were keeping the babies in an isolated nursery for a couple days after delivery, but now it's not recommended to do that, and we actually encourage babies to stay in the room with mom and uh, tell mom to wear a mask when she's holding the baby.
0: It's a little bit different protocol, but almost Better. That Definitely. Mom gets to yeah. spend with I think baby. At and first, we weren't sure
1: what to expect or how transmissible it was, how often babies were going to catch COVID 19. Um, but it seems now that it's better to keep the baby and mom together and not separate them, and that the risk of transmission to the baby is low. We also know that breastfeeding is safe. Um, we haven't seen COVID-19 virus in breast milk, in vaginal secretions, in amniotic fluid. Um, so it's recommended for the mom if she's symptomatic to pump her breast milk and have it, have it fed to the baby by a healthy person. Um, and if mom's asymptomatic, they, she can actually breastfeed the baby at the breast while wearing a mask.
0: Well, thank you so much for coming in today and talking things all about Pregnancy and babies, thank you for having me. I'm happy to share. If you have a topic you'd like for us to cover, submit your ideas on hmh4u.org podcast. Your suggestion could be included in the You Ask For It special episodes. That's all for today. Until next Wednesday, thanks for listening. The material provided through this You podcast is intended to be used as general information only and should not replace the advice of your physician. Always consult your physician for individual care.